Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast Episode 165. Tonight, The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is now the fastest selling Nintendo game ever. Plus, do you want to move to Charmander Street? We're talking news from this week and more. Greetings, fellow Nintendo Pals. My name is Andros, and I'm one of the hosts of the Nintendo Pals podcast, the show all about Nintendo and friendship. And speaking of friendship, I am joined by special guest this week, subbing for the regular host, Micah, is my friend, Eli Bear. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the show. My bad impression of your guys' intro. Eli, how the heck are you? Well, that actually updated. We have new intro music now. Oh, is this like so, late? Like, like how how recent? Have, have, uh, within a few episodes. How bad of a friend music. am I for not listening to the latest That's episode? okay. I think I'm behind your show by a few episodes as well. A few, so I won't hold a it few hundred, you. maybe. Uh, no, well, maybe, actually. If you really think about it, maybe. I have listened to quite a few of them, but yeah. I'm uh, a very uh, sporadic listener. Well, I got I got to ask, how the heck are you? I am. I'm doing pretty good. It's good. Wait, good. on on brand. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for for doing a great job. I feel like feel like an imposter now. Uh, well, yeah, doing pretty good though. What about you? I'm doing. I'm doing great. Uh, Micah is feeling under the weather, and hence why he he is not here, and he won't he won't be here for this week of podcasts. So Eli is going to be subbing for the news episode, the community episode, and the pal topic episode. So thank you so much for coming over, uh, Eli. Tell, tell us about your podcast that you do, that yeah, show so we that do. we were just talking about that I don't listen to. No, I do. <laughs> I've listened to almost every. Almost every episode of barely a gaming podcast, with the exception of like the last two. I'm just I'm just behind on my podcast. I'm, I'm catching up. I'll get there. Uh, yeah. So I stopped listening after uh after your wives left. It was like, oh well, what's the point now? You know. <laughs> well, it's been a few few episodes. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> my wife like... is still on the show. My wife Morgan's still on the show, but yeah, we we host the show. It's uh, my brother and I, and then my wife, uh, my brother Nick, myself. I'm Eli, and then my wife Morgan. Um, we host a show called Barely a Gaming Podcast, and we do game show episodes, and we do make you play episodes, and we kind of rotate between those, and it's a good time. You guys talk news and cover gaming from across the sphere. Talk, Occasionally, yep. Talk about Sometimes everything. we do that. Yeah, we do uh, multi-platform stuff. So we talk about PlayStation and Xbox and Nintendo and talk about which one's the best. And not really. We don't do that. All, all, all the games are good. <laughs> but. Uh, well, we're yeah. going to talk about that here because we got a teaser for the news. There's a funny funny chart we're going to look at. Um, <laughs> but 
everybody should go check out Barely a Gaming Podcast. I'll have links to the uh, podcast and to their social media in the description of the episode. So if you're listening to this on your podcast listening app of choice, on down there and uh, check it out. And while you're down there, you know what you could do? You could help us to take over the world of Nintendo podcasts by leaving us a five-star review. You could leave us a five-star review because that's how we dominate the internet is with reviews and positive uh, comments about our podcast. <laughs> uh, you could leave us a review on Apple, Pod, Chaser, Spotify, Audible. Those are all places that let you leave five-star reviews, and you could be cool. Like the brand-new anonymous five-star review we received on Spotify. And let me say, folks, that for multiple weeks now, I have been pitting Spotify against Apple. And Apple users go home, all right? You guys, got, you guys have obviously thrown in the towel. Y'all aren't leaving reviews. Spotify is crushing you every week. And... uh we got a new one this week. Spotify is now at 75 star reviews on, on Spotify. Thank you, Wait thank you, thank you. 70 or 75? Se no, yeah, yeah. 70 five star <laughs> reviews. Yeah, yeah. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see the confusion. But impressive. Impressive. Yeah. 70, 75 star reviews. Yeah. So I think, I think the, uh, the, uh, the race is clear here. Who can get to 100 first? Apple listeners, for the love of all things Nintendo, please drop down and leave a five-star review. If you do, you get a shout-out at the start of the show. And Spotify users, keep up your momentum, y'all, because this is going great. Loving this. Loving this, and we thank you all so much for leaving us five-star reviews. It really does help boost our show among, uh, among the platform that you leave the five-star review on and uh, helps us to feel good about ourselves so yeah with that long preamble um eli i like to ask a random question to micah every episode and i have a random question for you what's your all-time favorite nintendo console or handheld device and why <laughs> well the switch Okay, okay, kinda, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so that's uh, besides the Switch, if you had to pick one besides the Switch, because I think I, mine's also Switch, and I feel like it's just because it's, so, it's, it's new, it's versatile, <laughs> it has, like, everything on it. But if you had to pick yeah. a console besides other than that, Other than that, it'd probably be between the Super Nintendo and the Wii. Um I would probably say the Wii, just because that's the first system I ever bought with my own money. Any any Special gaming system place. of any kind. Mm -hmm. So I just remember saving up for that. I remember when it came out and seeing like the motion controls and thinking how cool that was, you know, back um, back in the day. And I was like, man, I've got to get that system. And this one, I I remember playing uh, playing Zelda and yeah, just having a good time with it. I think I'm going to go with the Nintendo DS. The original. I had the DS Lite was my first DS. But the game library, the fact that it was backwards compatible with GBA, and the amount of multiplayer gaming I did with my siblings and cousins and friends using um, DS Download Play, phenomenal. 
Um, I think I think that one will probably I, I'll probably pick that as my favorite. Yeah, and I'll just I'll just leave it there. There I have so many others that I would like. Mm, honorable yeah. mention N sixty four Super Nintendo is my first one. It's hard to say. Like nowadays, would I rather go back and play a Wii game or would I rather play a Super Nintendo game? Though I feel like I don't know at this point. Like which which system would I rather play at this moment? Yeah, and I feel like the Super Nintendo has held up really well with a lot of the games that they've made, so that's why I kind of hesitate there. Yeah, and a lot of the games that were on Wii, that there's like an equivalent that you could do now. You know, you know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I was thinking like, okay, well, what? Yeah, I would probably go back to play Wii Sports, but we have a Switch Sports, and yeah. I mean, it's not the same, but you know what I mean? It, un- unlike the Super Nintendo, I feel like there's a lot of games there that there's not really a one-to-one mm-hmm. modern equivalent. Oh, that's good. That is a good point. Well, thank you for answering my random question. Why don't we jump into the first segment of our show? Let's talk Whatcha Playing, a.k.a. How's Tears of the Kingdom going <laughs> for the next couple months? That's what this this segment's going to be dedicated to. Uh, Eli, what have you been playing lately? And uh, how's Tears of the Kingdom yep. going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tears of the Kingdom is pretty good. Um, been playing quite a bit of that. I, I don't know. I still haven't played as much as I would like to. Just busy. You know, I also have a few kids at home, three kids at home. So, yeah, just playing when I can. Excuses. Um, yeah, I actually have played a little bit of Rocket League, so there's a little bit of excuses to do in there. Oh, perfect. Um, you are exactly a perfect substitute for Micah. Did you play Splatoon by chance? Uh, no. This is Micah's This is Micah's three games. He has Focus Game, and then one day of Rocket League, one day of Splatoon 3 <laughs> every week. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I've been to lately, <laughs> so uh, with, without the Splatoon, I, sp- I, I suppose. Yeah, and and these games that are coming out that are like the focus game are just massive, right? Like, yeah. Before Tears like, of the Kingdom, weren't you playing? Were you playing Star Wars? Can't remember if you. If I didn't play that. Star Wars. The most recent big game I played before that was uh, Hogwarts Legacy, I think. Oh yeah, 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 and, that and that's pretty, a that's a big. huge yeah, that's a huge game as well. Yeah. And then there's some big ones coming up that I'll I think I'll check out too. There's. Diablo 4, which mm-hmm. maybe I'll push back a little bit with Tears of the Kingdom, and also Final Fantasy 16 coming up. Yep. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know which ones of those I'll play first or when I'll get to them, but. Had a coworker mention for sure. that uh, Street Fighter 6 is dropping like real soon. Yeah. In that, so. in that time frame, too. So, yeah. There's like a ton of big games coming out right now. Yeah, they're, they're and really all I have t- all I have time for is one, and that is Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about that as we go along. So I don't know if I'll talk about it too much. Just that it's a lot well, of fun. Where are you at in your playthrough? We talked a little bit about this before going on the recording. How about I checked my time last time? It said I was about 35 hours in, so I'm probably a little bit more than that. Um, and then I've I've beat two of the main dungeons on my third one like the very start of the third one that's kind of where i'm at and i've done a lot of just wandering around to you so 
um well as you know i streamed it for three days straight so i i completed the dungeons and and main story in that time frame Mm -hmm. but i've been playing almost every day uh for for little to large chunks of time mostly just sacrificing sleep uh (laughs) the last week so uh and right now i'm i am doing a side quest i i just finished a series of side quests that are connected uh having to do with the the what are those places called the horse inns the 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 stables gosh can remember <laughs> the name so yeah doing to having to do with the stables uh did you go check out the lucky clover or lucky gazette lucky clover gazette they mentioned so y- you like run into this guy at like the very beginning of the game uh when when you first do mm-hmm. the tower like that the bird guy that's like oh you should check out my newspaper um oh, i did yeah, yeah. I, oh, I did see that i did see that yeah yeah never mind i've been i've been to that one you went to the newspaper place mm, i don't know if i've been to the newspaper place but is are you talking about a stable that is a newspaper place yeah oh yeah yeah i've been there then yeah okay so so you've started that that side quest that quest line then i i didn't do that cuz i forgot about it in my in my actual playthrough uh or before rolling credits. So I went back post rolling credits and started that up. And now I'm going around the map to different stables. Cause that's kind of what it entails is going to different stables and doing little mini things at each of them. And, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how many there are to do. I don't know. I, I'm finding new stables, even though I'd unlocked all the map, the stables don't show up until you discover them. Yeah. So that's been fun. Uh, and that, that yeah, I, I finished up one, a, a specific thing for that having to do with the uh, great fairies. That was cool. It was, it was really, it was a really fun and like pretty detailed side mission. I'm cool. just loving the game. And I'm still, I, I'm, I'm like almost 80 hours in <laughs> and I'm still discovering new things and doing new missions and, and side quests that this game is going to take forever to complete. Yeah. No, I really haven't actually gotten very far in that quest either, but there's just a ton of uh, stuff to do in the game. That's for sure. Yeah. For real. For real. Um, That's all I've been playing this week. Anything else you want to highlight you've been playing? Nope. No, that's been, been about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we got more to talk about here, so let's jump into the next segment of our show. Let's talk some Nintendo news. Alrighty. We have a bunch of headlines here, starting with a newly built Las Vegas neighborhood has streets named after Pokemon. Jigglypuff Place and Charmander Lane were to to name a, a, a couple. I think this is super cool. And makes me want to live there. <laughs> like, how cool How cool would that be to live on, like, Pikachu Way? Uh, electrode Circle. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. What would be the best 
Pokemon name for a street. I wonder. Mr. Mime Drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Bad one. Um, I don't know. I Maybe think like this... a, a gym name or something. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> at like, the end of a cul-de-sac. I think like the starters are, are really cool street names. Like, oh yeah, I live on Bulbasaur Street or Squirtle Lane. <laughs> yeah, those would be good. The, they, yeah, the, like I, I, I like it. I think I think it's a cool idea, and I hope we see more like geek stuff. Like that, not geek, but like gamer fan stuff be added to like professional living, like like adult living as people that make these types of decisions are like our generation getting older and uh, can can do that. You know what you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure eventually we'll be getting like major game release dates as holidays. Once like CEOs, once once <laughs> our our generations in as like CEOs of places, we'll be like, oh yeah, Zelda launch date. That's a holiday for work now. Everybody gets this day off. That's that would be nice. Yeah, that's this is this is what I want. This is what I want. Anywho, I just All thought right. that was a fun news article. All right, yeah the. So the next item of news we have is uh, Nintendo Japan has announced that it will soon end all repairs on Wii U and its peripherals, including the Wii U gamepad. Yeah, I I, I mean, it's not too unexpected, but a little bit of a bummer because the Wii U gamepad has had some issues uh, throughout its lifespan. Um, One being that the the battery goes out, and so it is inoperable off charger. Uh, you can buy replacement batteries for it, but with them shutting down repairs on peripherals, uh, I don't know how many of those are going to be in circulation. These might get really expensive, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And if your Wii U goes kaput, you can't, like... Easily, you're gonna have to either pay some special place to repair it, or buy a new one. And there's only what, like, twenty of them in circulation. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a hot market. It's gonna be a hot Maybe. Market. <laughs> yeah, I think this is why Nintendo ultimately is. Uh, Porting literally everything to Switch. They're like, well, they're not going to be able to play these things because there's not enough systems out there. Their retro, the retro market for Wii U is going to be crazy because the Wii U is a fantastic uh, retro machine. Having the uh, virtual console on it, um, which. I guess you can't really buy anything off the virtual console anymore, but uh, also backwards compatibility for the Wii. So it's yeah, it's just good. It's it's a good retro gaming system. I think I think it will have a pretty heated market in the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of heated market in the future. 
Mario plus Rabbids teased new DLC. It's one of those segues where it doesn't actually make any sense, but hopefully you guys forgot <laughs> about the segue as I start reading the news article. But and talking it, about the segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 sure. yeah. So they teased new DLC. The title of the DLC is The Last Spark Hunter. And I mean, this was like a 10 second cutscene clip where they're on the ship and the ship is like, this planet's gone dark. And then it shows them landing on the planet. And then you see the feet of like a dancing rabbit, just the feet. And it says, Mario, right on time. And that's where it ends. And it's like, what is this teasing? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Not a great teaser because it's like, it, it's like one of those teasers where if it, if we saw like Rayman's shoes in that, that would have, this would have been like an explode the internet kind of teaser, right? But this is like an unknown character with an unknown story. There's no point in doing a teaser for that, I think. It's, it's like, what, yeah. is the, what is the point of this? So I, I, I do think it'll be good because the game is uh, has reviewed very favorably. It's 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 really good. Um, the I've little played a, yeah, I played a couple hours of it. It seemed like a pretty fun game. Yeah, same. I really liked I'm, I'm, what they did. I did like an hour or so of gameplay for it. Yeah, about what I've done too. But it seemed like a good new uh, new system that they have in place for the battle system compared to the first game. Like, I thought it was I thought it was pretty fun. The little bit that I played of it. So what made you stop and not continue playing? Just lots of games to play. That is really the problem. Yeah. So I think I think that's sort of the same boat for me. I plan to get back to it, I, I think. Because I, I do wanna yeah. I do wanna give it more of an attempt, but there's just a, a, a ton coming out. And uh that game like had sort of mediocre sales according to uh ubisoft and so i don't know i i I feel like that's just part of the part of the problem with the game is the original game came out at a time when there wasn't as much on the market to play and the novelty of it was new and this one while it is a better game i think just doesn't have those two things going for it Mm mm-hmm which is kind of a disappointment, yeah. but at the same time, you kind of understand it. Like, just releasing it at a different part in the Switch's life life cycle. Yeah, I think the Rayman DLC will redrum up interest in it because there's a thirst for Rayman content that mm-hmm. is not quenched anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I got nothing. I'm big. I played a lot of uh, Rayman two back in the day. And that game was a lot of fun. And I don't think anything's really come close as yeah. far as Rayman's concerned since that game. But if they could do something like that in the same vein, like, I feel like that would be a hit, you know? Yeah. But any any kind of content with Rayman is, is good. Agreed. Agreed. He's a good character who's not used enough. And 100%. Said that we got to make... Said they've got to make the thirteenth Assassin's Creed game, you know, instead. But Assassin's Creed, same game as the last one, new setting. 
I mean, at least that's not happening to Rayman. <laughs> it's the same game <laughs> yeah, again. I, I suppose so. I suppose you're right. All right. Hit us with our next news item. Oh, as I, 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 <laughs> I say it right as you take a swig of your drink. Yeah, yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that. Um, so we have Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, they got a minor update, version 1.3.1, which fixed an issue where unintended behavior occurred in private official tournaments where specific users were invited. Uh, Nintendo apparently emailed any tournament contestants who were affected. So this is like I uh, using Google Translate on the Japanese tweet. So I I this this is a rough translation of the tweet, but the gist is there was an error with the invite system. I mean, this may be incorrectly translated. It might have been that they weren't invited. But I also think it's funny if they were inviting people by accident that weren't supposed to be in the official tournament. Yeah, that's funny. Like, and then you get an email that's like, hey, uh, actually, don't go up to this tournament. You are not invited to this official. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, the DLC for that's coming soon. So looking forward to that. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for, for those because really like when... this Pokemon game. When does that release, you know? Oh, oh, not off the top of my head. Well, Pokemon yeah. DLC release date. Uh, fall 2023 and winter 2023. Okay. all we have. So, cool. I guess it's not soon, soon, but since we're still in just starting summer. But it's nice. coming. It's coming. It's okay. I got I got plenty to play in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and maybe one of those things to play would be these classic Game Boy Advance games, which we talked about uh, last week in the news. Uh, but they are now officially out, and that is Super Mario Advance or Super Mario. Okay, I gotta I gotta get these titles right. Super Mario Advance. Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance Two. <laughs> I I need a, I need a, okay. I'm gonna insert a space here. Super Mario Advance, comma. <laughs> Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance Two, comma. <laughs> Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Advance Three. Period. Those three games. <laughs> Terrible titles. They're like yeah, it's Super Mario Advance. Uh, and basically, it's those games with some added features, and yeah, cool that they're on yeah. there. These were not announced, but yeah, yeah. I don't even know what the differences are in those games. I guess <laughs> we'll just have to go check them out. Sam says uh, maybe they're just that's advanced. Is that the actually Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Advance Three? Oh, that's funny. True, because that is how they marketed <laughs> the original Yoshi's Island. They put the Super Mario World 2 on it. it the longest Mario title. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah, it is interesting because they, they announced a whole bunch of them that were going to be coming to the service. But those ones haven't come yet, and they're instead dropping these random, not random, but but Mario games we already have the originals of. It's weird. What's going on over there? What's happening? Yeah. 
what's what's happening to those what happened to the golden sun port and where's donkey kong like donkey kong 64 diddy kong Racing? i don't know yeah i know morgan is really excited about the fire emblem yeah, yeah eventually making it there to you yeah, another one yeah fire emblem there's a bunch but we're just getting random repeats i guess it's better that these are shadow dropped than than like thrown out and they're all in one bundle instead of you know getting like one game that was promised mixed with a bunch of remakes and then that slow trickles out mm -hmm. uh speaking of things that are slow trickled out uh front mission 2 remake has been delayed <laughs> So it's going to be coming a little, little slower. Uh, the original re release date was June 12th, and now the game has been given just a 2023 time window. So yes. At least we know it's coming in 2023. Yeah. But you know what did come in 2023? The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> and it's sold faster than any Nintendo game in history, according to the Guinness World Record website. Um. I don't un quite understand what this means by fastest selling game. I, I think it's just like the most units in the shortest amount of time. I, th I would think so. Uh, I think that's how it's measured. And it's like 10 million on opening weekend, which is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, the current, the record holder previous to that was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Hmm. So. Seems kind of crazy that more games don't sell out more quickly, though, too. Like, I would think a game like Animal Crossing or Mario Kart would do just... Well, Mario Kart, not so much because it came so early in the Switch's life cycle, but Animal Crossing, I would expect to have sold a lot quickly as well. But I think maybe that one was a slower trickle as well. I think it was, it was a like slow a burn. steady buildup. Yeah. yeah, and I wonder if Zelda will keep the momentum or if it's going to be like a flash in the pan, you know? Uh, it's going to sell a ton for several weeks and then just kind of slow, slow burn. Breath of the Wild yeah, was still know. selling copies pretty, pretty decently for a long time. Um, yeah. I think that was, again, a little bit different, though, because it came out early in the Switch's life cycle. And so as people were getting a Switch, they were also getting Zelda. And that process took a few years, you know? Yeah. But it's still selling now nowadays too. So, I don't all know. all I can say is that I think that next quarterly report, Ring Fit Adventure will finally get the boot from the top ten selling Switch games. I'm I'm speaking sad of, sad to sad to hear it. Yeah, speaking of games that we need to see more of, we need another something like that. We need a Ring Fit Two, another uh, yeah. Ring Fit Two. Just a little bit less linear, maybe, and yes, I don't know. I I Something, agree. It's got a really good concept in that game. Yep. Yeah, I think it's it starts you into the good part of the game too slowly as well. It's, yeah, it's like pandering and catering to a very casual market, and I want I want a game that you can at like you that doesn't take you know, three worlds before they introduce a color system of, like, green moves will affect green enemies stronger. Like, they, do, they don't even yeah. have that for the first two worlds. It's like, and then the skill tree 
that they throw in. It doesn't seem backwards anyway. Like, why would the green moves affect the green guys more? <laughs> like, it seems like it should be like they each have weaknesses, you know? But I don't know. Like, fire affects the green guys more, right? Yeah, but but know. what would you do? Because the exercise is like green is yoga. So it's like, oh, muscle muscle beats yoga, legs beat, or arms beat yoga. Legs beat arms. Yoga beats legs. Yeah, I didn't say I didn't see I planned this out perfectly, okay? <laughs> we'll come up with a good rock, paper, scissors, uh, you know, weakness system. But yeah, they I, oh, I feel agree the burn. You. Yeah, feel the burn beats yoga, definitely. Feel I don't know. Whatever. Uh, uh yeah. yeah. Uh well, speaking of feeling the burn. Yeah, and speaking of disappointment. <laughs> um, the Dolphin emulator has been indefinitely postponed on Steam. Uh, here's the quote from the Dolphin emulator website, the like official website. It is with much disappointment that we have to announce that the Dolphin on Steam release has been indefinitely postponed. We were notified by Valve that Nintendo has issued a DMCA against Dolphin's Steam page and have removed Dolphin from Steam until the matter is settled. We are currently investigating our options, and will have a more in-depth response in the near future. We appreciate your patience in the meantime. Hmm. Nintendo bringing down the hammer against uh, emul emulating things again. Yeah. Um, yep. It seems weird. They don't it like it. Weird to, they, they, they don't like it at all. They yeah. sit... They sit there's a legal team at Nintendo that sits and just gets yet they just stew and they're like people emulating our games and they're just getting, they're just angry waiting for yeah. waiting for things to lash out at and then they explode on <laughs> random small projects like Dolphin <laughs> Dolphin emulator you know, Dolphin's not a small about... project Dolphin's big I, but I, I didn't really think about this before but have you ever thought about joining this team Andros? It seems like you uh, said that voice pretty good. Like, <laughs> I'm so angry. How dare people have fun? <laughs> I'm listen, listen. I I know that the the reasoning behind it is more focused on piracy, right? But let's be real this is mostly punishing people that are not pirating games but that buy games and love nintendo and they want to do more so they're they're emulating it uh because they can do more with an emulated version these are like the super fans mm -hmm. i i just feel like uh, i i don't know i feel like nintendo has very much a punish everyone for for a small group of people like that one kid in class is acting out and then the teacher just tells everybody to go to time out <laughs> and everybody gets extra homework because that one kid and you're like oh come on one kid but you can't stop that <laughs> one kid because they're just a doofus yeah that's how i feel about pirates well the other thing too is that nintendo is that does make it pretty difficult to play their old old games you know it's like yeah. Unless you want to buy an old system and everything that goes with it just to play one single game, they make it kind of tough compared to a lot of other companies. Yeah, because the Dolph um, Dolphin is a Wii emulator, correct? Pretty I sure. think, it, yeah, it's a Wii or GameCube. Yeah. I think. Okay. A lot of that stuff is just not available 
through official yeah, means like, anywhere. Yeah, like I would buy Twilight Princess again if they had it available, you know, or any of the any of the games that I remember buying. Well, on the why Wii, don't you buy it I on the? Those. Why don't you buy it on the Wii U eShop? Oh, you, oh, wait, <laughs> that's <laughs> shut down too. I yeah, it's 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 like. I, I and and I and I have to just like assume that the mentality is like if they're playing our old games then they won't buy our new ones, which is just a bonkers mentality. Yeah. Like no, yeah. If you've got the legacy, I I feel like people would be much less upset if all these games were available. You know, mm-hmm. if they were yeah. available, I I would understand if they were available for purchase. But yeah, and at the end of the day, an emulator has been ruled in at least the u.s court systems as legal to have emulation is not illegal pirating games is illegal so going after dolphin as the emulator they're they're trying something here and hope, hopefully dolphin can fight it i feel all- like they have a good ground to to fight yeah. it yeah like how it seems kind of ridiculous that they could even you know take it down in the meantime yeah you know Agreed, agreed. All right, our last news item here, and then we can wrap things up for this episode. This is a doozy of one, though, Eli. I think it's pretty funny. I don't even understand it yet. <laughs> yeah, um, me, me neither. I've been looking at this for a while. <laughs> so this is a chart from Sony. It says, the strongest gaming brand, and it has a leading category momentum. <laughs> it has a percentage on the left and... Going uh, up... And a time period down there at the bottom and has three different layers. Um has a blue brand, which is PlayStation at the top, and then it has a red brand brand, brand B, B. <laughs> and then a green band brand C down there at the bottom. Brand X. I just I like how they did brand B and brand C instead of just naming them. <laughs> but I think they might might have gotten in trouble here. But yeah, these are so. the the time period on the bottom goes from like uh i believe 2018 quarter like financial fiscal quarter through 2022 quarter four so and and what does any of this chart mean so what it has here is it has a playstation brand with a very clear dominant space on this chart (laughs) sitting at six in the range of 63 with a peak at the PS5 launch at 73% of leading category momentum strongest gaming brand momentum uh and then Nintendo well clearly it has the most momentum because it's the line that's on the top right yeah look at that line up there and then Nintendo mm-hmm. sits below them sitting in the mid 50s pretty constantly except for the PS5 launch peak where it dropped. <laughs> this, and then Xbox is down in the 40s. <laughs> I just think this is so funny. This is like an internal, this is like their their chart to show investors and, you know, puffing themselves up a little bit, right? Because they can't hear. This is meaningless. <laughs> These numbers are absolutely yeah. meaningless. And mm-hmm. it's just so funny to me because... For most of this finance, for most of this uh, this chart's history, the Switch was outselling the PS5, like 
every month. It was until like recently that the PS5 climbed up above. I think financially it might have been doing better earlier than that. But I just think it's funny. I I just think it's funny that so Sony internal is like, yeah, we're pretty much dominating in the strongest gaming brand category. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand what they're going for, but it almost seems like a combination of PS4 and PS5, maybe. But yeah, because PS PS5 for like twenty eight uh, for most when when did PS5 you think like actually feel like it had a substantial library? I think it was like around the time of uh, that that one game that. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Forbidden West, I think, was about the time where I felt like it's got a pretty substantial library and is pretty. It's in it's in its next gen now, because for a long time yeah. it didn't feel like it had enough on it. Yeah, and that's kind of true. I think they've used a lot of backwards compa- compatibility to make up the difference mm-hmm. on a lot of their games. Um, yeah. It's kind of kind of been weird. There's been some like kind of big hitters and space in between. I almost feel like now more than anything else is kind of like their weakest time that they've had. Though they had a good launch, you know, as far as games well, go. Well, look they at had... the chart. It does say 65% closing out the year. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's 10 above Nintendo and 20 above Xbox. I mean, the chart says. I'm sorry. I'm just making fun of whoever, whatever team, whatever team was presenting this to investors. Like, look, like, like it, it, they're, it's like snake oil, man. They're like, oh, look at this. Look at how good we're doing. (laughs) Can you see how good this is? Recently, they made a statement that they were trying to hit like two big launches a year. And I was just thinking about that. I was like, does that seem kind of low? Like, (laughs) yeah, that is super low. I mean, if they're launches a year, if they're significant, I don't know. You know, I don't know what they're talking about is big. But look at like like Nintendo for most of the it's like five, yeah. Switch lifespan, yeah. They they've gotten like there were periods where it was like it felt like a new big title every month. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's just wild to to see uh, this sort of chart. This is this is the kind of stuff that fuels freaking console wars, Sony. Well, don't it, don't make charts yeah. like this. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably about good. Yeah, we don't need uh, to bash on Sony anymore. If you want to hear uh, some positivity <laughs> towards Sony, check out Barely a Gaming Podcast, which as we'll at, have some positivity and some negativity, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 jesting, guys. I I think Sony's great. And they've got some cool games. I'm I'm pretty pumped for this Spider-Man game. It looks really cool. I don't have a PlayStation to play it with, but it'll come to PC it, eventually. So it, it does does look pretty cool. And that is another thing that's kind of weird. I'm not sure about the direction of the PS, the PlayStation brand as a whole currently. I think I think it's gonna backfire a little bit, but we'll see. I mean, Anyways, look what, that's historically what happens, right? Because they had. PS1, PS2, they're like, oh yeah, and then they had PS3, and didn't PS3 like, eh, like tank real yeah, bad, did, and then did they, real bad at the beginning. Then they had to climb back out, and then and they always climb back out by making good games, and they sometimes they forget about that and lowering think, the price of their system. 
that was a big thing too. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I feel like there are some similarities between this generation and the PS3. Yeah. Just as far as mostly it comes down to like the leadership, I think currently of the brand. Like I, I feel like it's just like a weird time. Yeah. But there, but at the same time, there are a lot of, a lot of good games too that they have made so far. So it's kind of bouncing out, but well, that's going to about do it for this episode of the Nintendo Plus podcast. Uh, Eli, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, you can um, find us at Barely Gaming Podcast. You can just Google us and you should find us. Um, yeah. Or if you're looking for us on Twitch or YouTube, you can find us at Barely AGP. Excellent, excellent. Links to all that will be in the description. Uh, if you want to follow me, I am Andros1 on YouTube. Twitch, TikTok, all those platforms I'm posting regularly uh, and uh, trying desperately to post regularly while also getting in Zelda time is tough, but we're doing it. And if you want to follow the show, you can do that. Nintendo Pals on all platforms. Huge shout out to our Patreon pals. Big thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Uh, and we like to give a shout out to our patrons through the Patreon Pokewrap, which we close every episode with and we will close with now. We gotta wrap some Patreon. You just do the scene. I'll take care of the hard part. Let's get it on. We want to be the best that ever was. And shout out our pals over on Patreon. LPD Rizzle, Retro Logic Day. You dog gamer, Slim Tour, Spanish, and Solo Something, Brian, and Little Miss Seven, and Cosmic. Catch em, catch em, gotta catch em all. Gotta catch em all. Patreon. There's Jungle Smooth, Tim the Nintendo Daddle and Seth Sturge with Monkey Thunder, Purple Yoda, Dat Fast John, and Bubba Plays 2. Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all! Yeah! Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all! Yeah! Gotta catch them all, Patreon! Let's get 150 or more, yeah, please. To be a Patreon donor is your destiny! Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next episode. Uh, bye bye Bye-bye.